0: Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Yay! Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And today's episode is presented by Clarks. Clarks' story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking. A combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clarks does. From the very beginning, Clarks has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clarks apart. We are teaming up with Clarks and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on select items, including on the iconic clark's desert boot by going to podgo.co slash clark's that's podgo.co slash clark's alex i think we've become a comedy fashion history podcast
1: (laughs) nice i would love that um
0: they made a slipper from sheepskin it was groundbreaking i shouldn't make fun of our ads every week
1: (laughs) anyway Jacob, i need to tell you this um, okay please. because i've been holding it in and my mother ripped me my mother burned me the best i think she's ever burned me in my entire life oh and i she she because she, she's like my mother and i told her that i like laughed after she said it and i was like wow i think yeah. that's the hardest burn you've ever given to me but then she's my mom and she's like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean it that way and i was like no it's hysterical <laughs> for our listeners i me and jacob have a new project um i won't say what it is because it's a long way out but we have a new project and i was describing to my mom the our new project what what i wanted to be working on and she said that sounds great. I totally get your angle, you know. You're like you're you're redheaded and you're just like and and you're funny. You're redheaded and you're funny. And I was like, "Well, the project, this project that me and Jacob were, I was like, the project is more about that like we're just like average Joes and we're funny also, like we're just two average guys." And my mom goes, "Yeah, that was implied by the redheaded thing." <laughs>
0: Let it be known, there was never a non-average redhead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, mother. Yeah.
0: She just, like, points at you, and she's like, well, look at you. Yes, you're. of course you're an average, Joe. <laughs> yeah, she
1: was like, obviously, you're average, god.
0: <laughs> I didn't think I had to say that.
1: It's <laughs> was like, damn, mom. Uh, okay.
0: Maybe we won't be average uh, soon, though, because part of this project uh, requires me to get into a little bit of shape, which... I uh, haven't been in since probably twenty eighteen, so uh here we go, everybody. You can follow my fitness journey on Instagram at Jacob's Losing His Love Handles and
1: <laughs> Oh dude, we'll see how it goes. We better get some mirror we better get some mere selfies now. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Jacob Godby, a mirror selfie a day.
0: Oh god, that isn't even an actual Instagram yet. I might have to go make it if enough people bother me to, but uh <laughs> I am just 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 exclusively close-ups of my love handles. Like you don't get the full. Yeah, picture. Oh, just...
1: maybe we could make it like some abstract art. You know, like yeah. it's it's, re- it's like too zoomed in, and people are like, "What am I looking at there?"
0: I do have some stretch marks, which are kind of you know like a, like a Picasso-y kind yeah. of abstract uh, line work. Totally, um, Alex. I watched um, part of the as part of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Which is happening now in Missoula, well uh, online anyway, um, and you can you 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 watch all the movies at home, which is cool, yeah. but I watched one last night uh, called Red Heaven, which is about one of the NASA projects where they put people in a dome for a year to test the effects of human isolation to prepare for an inevitable uh, manned mission to Mars right. And I remember when you and I met and we were hanging out and your girlfriend at the time's roommate's brother was talked about. Like, he, I remember you saying that maybe he was going to be in this program. I didn't think he made it for some reason. And I've been telling people that for years. So imagine my surprise when I get to the credits and I'm like, oh, shit, I know that guy. I've known him the whole time. I, th- I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Um, and then I looked a little bit more and and Abby, who I watched it with we we there was a shot of one of the uh women at the end, well you know what of what she does after the dome, and mm-hmm. she is like walking around in the mountains, and I'm like that looks an awful lot like Montana. And so we just went ahead and looked her up too, and I have four mutual friends on Facebook with her, and she works at Glacier National Park and is from Whitefish. So, uh, two people from Western Montana made it into the dome together and and did this project. And so it was kind of cool to like see Montana represented in a, like a non cow or non meth way.
1: Yeah, well, I you know, and I mean this legitimately for what it's worth. If if I were to pick a group of people that had to live in isolation for eight months i think a montanan should be part of them i feel like we're pretty cool with everybody you know i don't feel like we have very many difficulties you know
0: yes yeah in fact the 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 person that we both agreed would be the hardest to be in there um there's there's one little segment where Tristan, the guy from Missoula, is saying like, "Yeah, it's been long enough now. We get to know everybody in the dome and the things they do. And also, you can hear everything that's going on at all times. And so then it's like a quick cut. Someone's cooking, and yeah, then, that
1: that that mean, you know, means masturbation.
0: Yeah, someone's typing, and then it cuts to this woman Shay, and she's playing
1: a didgeridoo. Oh no, <laughs> she's no. in the dome just going whoa." <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't one of the questionnaires. That is not someone you can live in isolation with. That should be. Hey, do you play an annoying instrument?
0: Do you play the didgeridoo? (laughs) Like
1: it's like, oh no, I don't. I don't play the. I don't play the didgeridoo, but I do play the keytar. It's like, no, you're also out. Yeah,
0: (laughs) one hundred percent. Like I'm shocked. Not only did she make it in the dome, but they let her bring her didgeridoo in. Like it was. Wild, and, yeah, this and they, is supposed
1: to be a mission to Mars, isn't weight Like at, at a premium or something like yeah. that? Surely, you <laughs> the didgeridoo has got to be one of the first things cut,
0: but it's a fascinating watch. You know, they only get to go outside uh two days a week and only for several hours at a time to kind of collect samples and like explore lava flumes because they're in a remote location in Hawaii. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was good, it was good, it, it didn't go. As, like, raw or dark as I was hoping. Nobody talks about masturbation. Like, nobody talks about who takes the stinkiest poops. Boo. Like,
1: See, that's all... I hate that. That's false. There's no way. There's no way that stuff didn't happen.
0: Right, right. Exactly. But uh, at the end of the day, it was, it was good. It was compelling, and it makes me excited that we'll probably achieve Mars in our lifetime.
1: Yeah. That'll be some wild... That'll be some wild shit. They... I... I which... I. Something I didn't really know I needed They With the new thing Wow that's really science of me With the new
0: mm, the droid
1: new thing. The new thing <laughs> That landed on Mars Just a couple of days ago The whatever. new rover? Yeah god that was the word I was looking for <laughs> It has a microphone on it So they like recorded the sound of Mars And uh, it turns out The wind on Mars Sounds like the wind here
0: Whoa yeah, cool. just somewhere cool. in the distance, you hear Eddie Vedder just even flow. <laughs> like, we
1: have Eddie? confirmed.
0: I don't know. We have confirmed the existence of Eddie Vedder on Mars. <laughs> why is that? Why
1: is that? Who's on Mars? Out of I, everyone, I, don't know.
0: I think it would be great to just have Pearl Jam exist on Mars. <laughs> surely, it would
1: be like Jerry Garcia or someone like that.
0: Ah, maybe, maybe like Jimi Hendrix ripping a sweet solo, but I think it would be m- more funny and darkly ironic if it was Eddie Vedder, who I want to say is talented, but you know we have a Eddie Vedder voice for a reason.
1: What if, what if that's what like, what if that's what reached the aliens first somehow? You know, <laughs> like a sound wave of even flow, and that's and the aliens like loved it and they came down. And they, they find like, the
0: golden record and they put it on and the first thing on it is the Pearl Jam Jeremy music video, which is about a kid committing suicide in his classroom in front of his class.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you took my fun hypothetical about aliens <laughs> loving Pearl Jam and made it all fucked up.
0: <laughs> um, Alex, are you ready for our Word of the
1: Day? Yeah, Jacob. Our word, phrase, or concept today is uh, a, a little more abstract. Again, it is disappointment.
0: Disappointment. Well, I'm not mad at you, but I am
1: disappointed that you chose disappointment. Uh, Isn't that the, wasn't that the worst? Isn't that? Well, see, here's the thing. Maybe yeah. this makes me a sociopath. Yeah. Um, my parents would would do. When I say physical punishments, I don't mean hit me physical punishments in the way of like real world tangible things i would get my video games taken away or i would get get grounded to my room where i I physically had to stay in my room like all day or or if when i would get in trouble you know my parents were great this was just my parents were great that was like a physical punishment so when i say physical punishment that's what i mean on the times that they were like we're not going to punish you we're just really disappointed in you in my head i was like got away with it
0: yeah (laughs) as you get older i think the the i'm not mad i'm disappointed sticks a little bit more but yeah i'd rather just like scream at me
1: (laughs) just get mad
0: yeah Um, yeah yeah. so uh, i
1: I was like i would like get in trouble and they're like we're just disappointed and i would be like so i can go over to my friend's house and they're like yeah i guess and i was like sweet
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't disagree i'll be honest um when you said that that reminded me of Every time they'd be like, "Go to your room," I'd be like, "Cool, that's where my Game Boy is right now." Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not that worried about it. I'll put on some music and play my Game Boy in the safety and comfort of my own room. Sounds like a wonderful day. I do that now on purpose.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, you know, I, I was an only child. I feel like I spent a lot of time by myself.
0: Yeah, for real. My yeah.
1: parents grounding me, and I was like, "Okay, so nothing is changing." They're like, "You can come out for dinner," and I'd be like.
0: <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I agree with you. I, th- I think that maybe is potent more in other families. If, if my parents said that to me now, I would be terrified. I would feel very bad. Like we're not mad. We're just disappointed. You know, you're an adult now and you've made this decision. I, it would hit me a little harder. I think.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Because I am not dumb, you know, right. for lack of a better term. When I was a child, you make dumb mistakes because you're a child. As an adult, you make a dumb mistake because you're dumb. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because
0: you may or may not know better. Chances are you don't.
1: Yeah. Um, What disappointment means for me, and I I was thinking about this recently, I don't think, um, and I used to do this myself, I don't think it's being talked about how rad it is that you can track packages. It is really cool, yeah. Because I is used a, to, you know, yeah. <laughs> like when the internet was first around, eBay was really big. Yeah. Right? And what I would do, this is weird of me, but what I would do was I would save up my allowance. Again, I got a dollar a week. Mm-hmm. So I would, if I wanted to buy a video game, it was usually like 25 or 30 bucks off eBay. So I usually got maybe one a year. Yeah. Because right? I had to save up for it. Yep. And then I would order it off eBay. Well, my father would. And I, w- I would get to sit next to him as he would order it on the computer. And I'd be like, this is the one I want. And I'd get the video game. And then I would just hype myself up immediately afterwards, every single day following afterwards, going to the post office, that it was going to be there. Yeah. And every single day... Be disappointed that it wasn't, and my parents oh, had God, like yes. sit me down and talk to me and be like, "Hey, you have got to meter your expectations."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I there was a similar situation for me, except that I would order CDs used from Amazon. So I amassed a lot of my CD collection by spending like ninety nine cents to like five dollars on used copies of CDs. Yeah, uh, through Amazon, and you know my hometown has no CD store. I had nowhere to buy those. Uh, or at least the music i wanted and so yeah i would just i would like work it out in my head like okay i ordered it saturday it didn't go anywhere on sunday it'll probably be here by wednesday and then i would walk home from school and if it wasn't there on wednesday i would be crushed i'd be like all i want to do is listen to this all-time low album just please
1: get here <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean devastated i would yeah. be so bummed out and it and would just ruin my whole day. <laughs> double bummed if
0: the video game or the CD sucked too, and that is the case. I've bought bad music before and been like, "Oh yeah, why did I spend money on
1: this?" <laughs> I bought a. I remember, God, what the what the hell? I was. I don't know what this game is called. Maybe I'll do a little bit of research after this. It's a show. Or it's a. It's a GameCube video game about a cricket. About a cricket that jumps. You can only jump in Zapper. The... One wicked cricket. That's it. That's fucking it. That game sucks ass. I spent thirty dollars <laughs> on that game. It was my it's one. For...
0: <laughs> it literally says on the box uh, for ages three plus.
1: <laughs> I I do not know what compelled me. I saw the cover of that game and was like, must have it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, that uh... game blew hard. <laughs>
0: It says on Wikipedia the game received mixed reviews. And then you look over here and, like, IGN gave it, like, a 4.5 out of 10. Nintendo Power gave it a 2.9. That like, is not mixed. Yeah, that is not mixed. Yeah.
1: That's pretty consensus. It sucks.
0: <laughs> I love the artwork, though. I'm definitely going to have to post that.
1: <laughs> yeah, one wicked cricket.
0: Yeah, I did do that stuff a lot, too, or, like, and and this is it's wonderful that I even have relatives that would buy me things. But occasionally one of them would like take a stab at a video game uh, like, oh, this one looks good. They were never good. They were always like licensed movie games. Like right. I had Barnyard on Game Boy Advance.
1: <laughs> oh, from the movie Barnyard. Yes. Wow. With
0: Kevin James starring as a male cow with udders.
1: Yes. Wow. Every male cow in that movie I has ever... udders. Put that together till right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I was aware of that. Yeah, what a Well, dumb, what a, well, I, uh, they might as well have just put a dick on there
0: <laughs> for real. If like, they're
1: like, well, we need something hanging from its groin yeah. region. It's like, well, we'll put a cock then.
0: Yeah. Put four cocks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah. the, I remember another thing I was very disappointed by in my life was that alcohol And let's be real. Let's be like dead honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Alcohol tastes bad. Yeah. With few exceptions, (laughs) you know, and unless you like really juice it up and hide it really, really well. But, but like beer, there's no way you give beer to someone for the very first time. And they're like, that tastes good. I now think it tastes good. And but that's because I've like come around to it. And it's, oh, it's an acquired taste, but it really is. Yeah. But I I remember my first sip of beer, I think my father gave it to me. He wanted to introduce it to me as like at a normal, he didn't want me to like put it up on this pedestal. Right, right, exactly. So so, taste it, see what you think. Yeah, Yeah. so I think I was like 14 or 15 and we were like on the boat one day and he was like, you want to sip a beer? And I, I mean, I thought i was on a rocket ship headed to space i was like this is the coolest <laughs> moment of my life yeah and i t- it was a i'll never forget this and still to this day i don't like corona it was a corona yeah for some reason
0: my dad drinks corona too it's it's i don't like it at all like it's i so thought bad. it was
1: disgusting <laughs> it is and was so disappointed and i was like dude i've hyped that up for 15 years <laughs> and it's not good and I like, was like don't drink it
0: I was really, really young. I I remember being on a camping trip with my dad and one of his friends, and they had whiskey. And I was like, I think I got, I seriously think I was four or five. Like, don't call CPS on my dad, you know. I'm old enough now. Uh, But he was like, you want to try it? Because I kept asking about it. I was like, sure. And so I tasted whiskey, and then I vomited it everywhere. (laughs) Hell yeah,
1: you did. It's active and yeah that's just beer hard alcohol is disgusting and i refuse to hear other people there are some that are better than others right yeah but a a 200 hundred dollar bottle of whiskey is not going to taste better than the orange juice i have in the morning
0: have you ever had aquavit
1: uh i've had it from uh montgomery that's what I that. have
0: on my fridge right now, and I've been doing gin – or not gin. I've been doing tonic and aquavit. It's pretty good.
1: It's got a little more of like an earthy plant taste to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, but you wouldn't – if you were like, oh, I'm thirsty. I like, would not I, make a tonic really, and aquavit, yes. I'm really thirsty. Or just – you wouldn't – you still hide it in tonic, though. You wouldn't – you're not <laughs> – like, mm. I could go for just like a nice pint. If it didn't get you drunk, say, for instance. Right. If yes, it didn't, you, yeah. no one would be like, mm, give me a pint of whiskey. That yeah. would be fucking
0: disgusting. Yeah. Has there ever been, you know, non-alcoholic, uh, like a life experience that has disappointed you? Something you've put up on a pedestal? I remember, because I was just talking about this the other day, I remember my first college visit was not at U of M, which I ended up going to, but was at MSU. And I already mm-hmm. didn't really like Bozeman that much. Uh, just yeah. Not a, not a fan of the town, and I'm sorry for all of our Bozeman listeners that love it there. I don't.
1: <laughs> um, I'm sorry to all my Bozeman listeners who I am in the same town with you, and I wish I wasn't.
0: Yeah, but it ha- there's cool people there. Every, every crappy town has cool
1: people. Oh, of like, course. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but I remember visiting MSU and hating it like the second i walked on campus i was like nope this ain't it but i still had to go through the day like i i literally didn't even have to do the rest of the day and it was already a no for me but i still had to do the rest of the day and it was really disappointing because i was like i thought i you know i thought this would be it like you know they have a little more of like a renowned film program and things like that and i just thought you know that it would be way cooler than it was like i i went to the presentation for the media arts program and the guy who runs the program
1: couldn't figure out how to get his slideshow started (laughs) i mean that is some like that is like some hollywood shit right there yeah
0: and then they did their like typical like bozeman tooting their own horn thing like i went to a uh Presentation for like the Bozeman Honor College, and they were like or the MSU Honors College, and they were like, "Yeah, well, well, we're the MSU Honors College. We've had people go to Harvard, Brown, Duke. We've had people change the world." And I'm like, "But I don't care. Like, what are you gonna do for me?" Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a gonna, I'm, I'm getting a film degree. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna go to Harvard after this and get a law degree. Like, what do you do for people like me? And they didn't have an answer for that, and it was disappointing.
1: And then, and then you went to UM, and they were like you want to, you want to come to school here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were like, we put pretty much everyone
0: in like, uh, yeah, this, this journey is kind of what you make it. And I was like, great. Honestly, driving into Missoula, like the city felt better. I took one step on campus and it just, I've never really felt this again, where it just felt right. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, every, everything else has been, and then I guess I suppose that was contextualized, but like when I got to Austin, I was like, oh, this is a cool city, but it was, I I think part of the shine was because it wasn't Los Angeles, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I, um, I went to college down in Laramie and I I can't express to you enough how (laughs) horrific of a town that is. I am not sorry to anyone that lives in Laramie. Please leave. Please respect yourself (laughs) enough to leave that town. Um, it's a miserable, miserable place. So that's what I knew of as like college towns. Then I got in, to um and i moved to missoula without have ever being to missoula ever seeing the campus ever seeing the apartment yeah um you know i had like google earthed it and was like okay
0: right and <laughs> really hard to get a feel for a city that way
1: i had a i had a crappy uh like 1980s toyota land cruiser so i it couldn't go on the highways it's like max speed was 55 miles an hour so i had to <laughs> i had to come up through the bitter route which yeah. turned out to be the greatest blessing in disguise. For those that don't know, the Bitterroot Valley, although weirdly um, racist, um, I've just seen a lot of Confederate flags down there.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. We're not, we're Absol- not ruffling any feathers by saying
1: that. <laughs> absolutely gorgeous, like stunningly beautiful coming like up the Bitterroot Valley and into Missoula like that's how that was my introduction like there's these big mountains and they have snow on them and mountains are really popular. and then I came into Missoula and I was like this is my town yeah I definitely felt that about Missoula I do I do have a point where uh, I was disappointed in myself Okay please I um I don't I think you might know this I don't know how mm-hmm. many people do know this in my life there might be okay. some of my good friends who are listening to this that they don't know this Wonderful. I failed my driver's license test the first time i took it i don't know if i knew that the the driving portion of the test i failed it why because i was speeding in a school zone
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is literally like the one thing you can't do
0: yes that's and she was like
1: that was some dumb shit and i was like wow i am upset at myself for that." and she was like you can take it tomorrow and then so i went to school i was pretty upset but I couldn't be upset at anyone other than myself. Right. I went to school and I oh, cause lied. Oh, because
0: you probably, I, you hyped it up, yeah, to all your yeah, friends. Yeah. Like, get in my like, driver's soon? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I lied my Ass off! I lied right to all them. They're like, "Let's see it. Let's see your driver's license. I don't want to see it." And I was like, "I don't. I don't have it." You see the way my I did the Kevin Hart thing. The, you see the way the way it works is that you, you have to get your picture taken, then it takes like two days to print. Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that. That didn't happen to my older sister when she did it. No, well, I bet it did. She just uh, just lied to them. Beautiful. That's <laughs> that is hilarious. I, and then I didn't took it the that. next day and drove like a grandma, which if you're out there and you're 15 years old listening to this, I don't know why you're listening to this drive. Like a absolute grandma on your driver's or your yeah, driver's. You don't have to test. drive how you
0: really drive. Like, no, unless you're like really bad at lying. In which case, you know, just, but yeah, just, you, you. I did that for my FedEx driving test. Like I, I was doing horribly at the actual like course. And then, so for the test, I just drove really, really slow and was like super duper cautious. And I passed. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, just you can
1: like, and I I've since I, I applied for a job once for like an airport shuttler from oh, from uh, from a very, very ritzy resort there by Missoula, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. And um I had to do driving tests there and I did just kinda drive normal and she was like, You drive wonderfully and I was like, That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> what I thought?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is nice to get that uh I, I kind of came into it with like my city driving, and he was like, "You don't need to drive a Sprinter van one that fast or two, that uh, aggressively." You know, we are <laughs> FedEx is the I don't he didn't say this, but he was like, "We're basically the bitch of the roadway. Like we cede to everyone else." Yeah, C-E-D-E. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you will get
1: flipped off. People will be pissed off at you, but just let them be pissed off. at you. <laughs>
0: exactly, and and all, every all the vehicles are governed right at sixty five, so you can't drive. Fast anyway.
1: <laughs> there you
0: go. I'm trying to think of a time I've been, like, personally disappointed in myself. There, there you know, have been many. Um, I'm always most disappointed in myself when I unintentionally, like, hurt someone's feelings. When something I say gets taken the wrong way or I was just in a bad mood that day and something I shouldn't have said comes out and I hurt someone's feelings. I, I'm personally disappointed in myself and it takes me a little while to get over. Like, I I have to...
1: Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're talking to one of the kings of I you know, especially I used to I used to just have these like bursts of anger that weren't mm-hmm. that sounds scarier than it is, but it was mainly just like one line. Yeah. You know, I would just say like one mean as fuck thing to someone and then for me I was like that was cathartic, that was good, and that person was like that's fucked up that you said that to me and I was like uh,
0: uh, yeah.
1: I wish I didn't say that
0: yeah yeah the the more jobs I add to my resume too the more I get a little disappointed, not that you know, the job market is normal or anything right now anyway, but yeah. it's, it's weird watching my resume, you know, in college, like, I, or in high school, I worked at the same car dealership for like three years. And then I worked at the same preschool for three years. And then as soon as I left for LA, <laughs> I think the longest i stayed at a job is a year. Then there's been countless, like three, four month stints. And then I go, Oh, I'm bad at selling music lessons. This is not for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you just said, speaking of work, it made me think of I've worked like retail a lot. Most of my jobs in my life up until this point have been retail, and Mm -hmm. I've learned to be really disappointed in uh, the general public.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the human race. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just as a whole. Yeah, just disappointed that like um, people are so dumb.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about the, and I don't. I feel like I've mentioned it a little bit on the podcast. The what it means to be a Weezer fan.
1: You have, you've slowly been uh, talking more and more about Weezer the past couple weeks. Go for it. Hit hit me with your Weezer rant.
0: Well, disappointment is a key part of the Weezer fan process, right? Like, it doesn't, and I'm of the opinion that Weezer has no perfect albums. I think the Blue album is their best, but there's lyrics on there that not only do they not age well, they weren't good back in 94, Uh, Mm. and the following album suffers from that a lot too, and but but there there's a songwriting and like a catharsis there that's present that is not present on most of their later work but there's a period in the mid 2000s i want to say like 2008 to like 2015 where mm-hmm. just every weezer album that came out was like c- kind of soul crushingly disappointing and i was young enough that i tricked myself into liking them and now i go back and listen and i'm like what why did I listen to this so much? Why did I listen to a song called In the Mall about <laughs> being in a mall?
1: <laughs> it's kind of lazy. Come on, the, the, on bridge,
0: the bridge is take the elevator to the escalator, write it down, then start again. Those are the bridge lyrics for In the Mall by Weezer. So, <laughs> it's uh,
1: You know, you, I know you just said that, and I've never heard this song in my life, I feel like I could make the Weezer song from that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, a b- b- part of being a Weezer fan is just built-in disappointment. They've been doing okay for the last 5-6 years, but you it never leaves. Like you always have that just like you might listen to this album and be and, like completely disappointed and then not getting any new Weezer music for the next 2 or 3 years. <laughs> like
1: Yeah. What is, uh, what's the most disappointing movie you've ever seen? Can you, can you think not, not necessarily worse, but the one you went into with the highest expectations and mine's easy. I'll go real fast. It's the Hobbit.
0: Oh God. Okay. Yeah.
1: The Hobbit is, is not a great movie, but it's not that bad of a movie. It's just like way too fucking long, but the The first one hype. Okay. The hype I had for that is unreal. (laughs) and the uh, the the letdown was not great as soon as i mean i have read that book like 60 times not really but probably 20 that's not an exaggeration and so i know every single page of it and the second they deviated i I saw how like far they deviated i was like "Uh Uh, uh uh-oh right
0: (laughs) Uh uh-oh that's a lot of cgi
1: yeah um who the fuck is the white orc Sorry, that's a very specific <laughs> reference. that only people who have watched The Hobbit will know. That's uh-huh. not in the books. That's completely made up.
0: Oh, interesting. For me, and I've since come around on this movie. I'll say that. But for me, one of my most disappointing theater watches was Anchorman Two. Mm. I yeah, I don't. I I, I, went, I
1: didn't have too much hype for it because I knew it couldn't live up to the. <laughs> and
0: first. i did i was like oh man i am hyped like i the first one's not even like a cla- like it is a classic wolfram movie but it's not one of my favorites of his but i was like yo this is one of the first sequels he's ever done like this is exciting and then i went with my family and at one point aubrey like bumps me and she's like what are we watching like there was like a 20 minute stretch of the movie where no one in the theater laughed
1: is it the now- light? is it the lighthouse thing
0: well, I did hate that. Yeah, I do hate that. I still hate that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, the,
1: I will say that the light I was watching it and I was like, fuck this lighthouse thing has got to end.
0: Yeah, that movie needs like a someone to come in and just cut a half hour out of it. It would zoom <laughs> along better. Still wouldn't be as good as the first one, but it, 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 there are inspired moments, but it is surrounded by a lot of fluff and I was very I left very disappointed. Like I said, I have come around. The Blu-ray has Not one, but three versions of the movie: the PG-13 theatrical version, the unrated version, and the R-rated version. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but when you, my expectations were too high. Recently, I was a little disappointed in the Dan Levy episode of SNL, Uh, Mm. just because I was really excited. It was the it was Dan Levy and Phoebe Bridgers, and Phoebe did fine. The SNL mix is always like notoriously bad, so it wasn't like her best performance. And then she smashed a guitar, which was cool. Uh, But yeah, they just Dan brought the energy, and the sketches were just. But that's just like Weezer. That's part of being an SNL fan too. I've always yeah. likened it to like a sports team. Like they may not win every game or you know <laughs> make it to the playoffs every season, but you still show up to
1: support them. I like that. I don't want no, no fair weather SNL fans.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> get the um, fuck out of here if you're not with me for the bad sketches.
0: You uh, you have anything else you want to discuss? Uh, no, that's about All it. All right. Well then it's time for some police blotter. Police 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 An officer advised two horses were tied up in front of the Eagles Club. Animal control responded and advised this was acceptable as long as the horses were secured and not roaming free. So uh two things. That's on Main Street, and two. There's no like hitching post outside of there. I have no idea what they got tied to.
1: <laughs> yeah, but at the at the same time, I feel like that's got to be someone new to town that called animal control.
0: Right, right. Yeah, you know, that is that is fair. Well, that, an officer advised two horses, so an officer was f- either drove by and was like, "That's weird." So it might be someone new to the to the town. I think you could be. It's got because there's no there. way
1: like your parents who have been there for God knows how long would would drive. Your parents would drive past that and go, yeah, "That makes sense."
0: Yep, yep, exactly. I think it's sketchy a little bit on Main Street, but, you know. Well, the, yeah, uh, it depends on
1: if they're, like, asses. I, now I'm picturing them, like, tied to a lamppost. That's, like, as close as I could get. If their asses are, like, out in the road, obviously that's no good. That's right. not good. And right. I guess it's kind of sketchy because I'm sure the horses are super used to people. But if someone were to be, like, walking by... And, not, and a little kid doesn't know, and he yanks on the horse's tail and gets domed by a horse. <laughs> it's, you know, probably not the best look for the town.
0: Yeah. A caller reported an SUV was stuck on a snow berm on Main Street. It had bumped a vehicle when leaving a downtown parking space and then attempted to drive away. Officers responded to make contact with the driver who was arrested for DUI, obstruction, and driving with a revoked license.
1: <laughs> wow. Really went for it there, that person. Holy <laughs> cow.
0: Amazing that they hit someone as they were pulling out, and then tried to escape and got stuck in a, gi- a giant pile of snow.
1: <laughs> Again, and I guarantee it. They, I mean, clearly they were drunk, but they i promise you—they were like, "This snowboard, this is going to be soft," and they probably just rode right up on top of it, and got, like, <laughs> stuck like high centered on it. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's amazing. Um, a caller reported allowing a hitchhiker to stay in the Community Fellowship Church in Grass Range. The caller stated the individual apparently took some checks from the church and tried to cash them at a bank, along with trying to pass them at locations in Billings. So
1: uh Come on, don't do that. They were being nice to you? They let you stay in the church and then you try to steal from them? Don't do that shit. See, I'm kind of on the hitchhiker's
0: side. Uh, why would the church leave checks around that aren't cashed? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you don't um, know. Maybe they have mobile check deposit and they were already cashed because they just took a picture of them and they just have like the residual check laying around.
0: That happened to me a couple of days ago. Aubrey was over and found a check and she was like, "This, You haven't cashed this $300 check? And I was like, Look at the back. And like, had my signature and like, yeah. a you know, the box for online mobile check deposit, which saved my life when I lived outside of Montana um, because I, in. California got a U.S. bank account because I was like, oh, this will be good anywhere. And then I moved to Austin and there is not a U.S. bank in Austin. I don't know what, what? law there is that they can only have like local banks or something. What? I don't know, but the nearest one was in San Antonio. So if I had to do something at the bank, which I never did, I would have had to drive 60 miles to go to the ne- nearest U.S. bank branch.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I would have... What a trivia question! I would have like bet if you say, "Hey, I'll bet you that there's a U.S. bank in Austin." I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna take that bet.
0: Yeah. Um. Here's the last one, Alex, and it's a it's a classic. A caller reported the driver of a Dodge truck hauling a trailer passed the caller in a no passing zone. Fergus County Sheriff deputies made contact with the driver and cited them for passing in a no passing zone. Wow. You haven't been to Montana if you have been haven't been passed in a no passing zone by the driver
1: of a Dodge pickup. <laughs> by a Dodge pickup, just revving the shit out of it. Yes, just like, whang, and You're like, all right, all right. You, I just, I always say, you just go, you go.
0: Yep, same. <laughs> I'm already usually going like five, six over the speed limit. So I'm yeah, like,
1: you wanna, you wanna do that? Go for it. But I'm not doing 30 while also pulling a horse trailer. I'm not doing 30 over the speed limit while also pulling a horse trailer, so that's not good enough for the old yeah, Jimmy and that's, Johnny back there.
0: That's the thing, yeah, is uh, yeah, pulling a trailer and then passing a no-passing zone. That just endangers everybody else on the roadway.
1: Yeah, well, the, and there's a lot of hills outside, uh, like around. I assume these were on like the roads around those. And there's a lot of hills. There, the no-passing zone because you can't see. Right, exactly, yeah, lots of obstructed views. Uh, that's all I got for the police bladder, Alex. All right.
0: You have anything fun coming up this week?
1: Um no, not at all, not in the slightest. More goddamn endless suffering and
0: work. <laughs> cool. I am uh, working on the next Mrs. Ghost EP. We've got two songs and I think, you how's know,
1: the, how's the like distant recording going?
0: Good. It's actually going really well. Um we kind of already were writing our songs separately anyway and then bringing them into each other, so we just kind of continue doing that. Uh, But these songs are great. They're different for us. Well, mine's different. Sean's is awesome. I think it's one of the best songs he's ever written, and I'm really excited for people to hear it.
1: Cool. Looking forward to that.
0: All right, bud. Good to talk to you. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by the cries of thousands of Dodge pickup owners when they realize their penis is below average sized.